with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciate it. So yes, if you clicked on this, we are discussing season two of Lock and Key. I was kind of excited for this one. Um... I know it probably skews a little younger than some of my other shows that I watch, but this is one of those shows where I feel like generally it's a good family-friendly show, mind some minor instances where I literally was watching and I was like, is this more violent or seem more violent than the first season? (laughs) But before we jump all the way in, of course, I have to give my warnings. This is a solo hosted show. It is just me, Eva. (laughs) So I have to keep my own self on track. I could jump all over the place. I could repeat myself. You know, there are are a lot of things that I can do because it is just me. (laughs) So just ask for some grace in that. Or if that is not your jam, feel free to stop right here and check out another podcast possibly. Also, there will be spoilers. Like we're talking about a TV show that I'm assuming everyone who is listening to this has watched. So we're going to spoil everything. Uh, Yeah. And I think that's it. But also before I jump right in, I do want to say, because I did mention this, I think an episode or two ago that I was researching like ways to try to continue the conversation outside of this podcast, but then also outside of like social media, because me and social media, we have a very weird relationship. Although I am starting to post more on Instagram. So (laughs) if you're not following, make sure you follow on Instagram. It's at currently binging, all one word, no spaces, no symbols, just currently binging. Um, Also, I'm on TikTok. Haven't posted anything on there yet. Still trying to wrap my head around if I even want to. but I'm there. Uh, But Discord. So I created a Discord account, still trying to figure it out, but I created like a currently binging server. So I've kind of set it up so far where some of my most listened to shows have their own little channel. So if you're on Discord, then go in there, follow. I don't even know how Discord works. I'm still figuring it out. But you can go in there and um, subscribe, follow whatever it is that you do and like post something and let's get the conversation going because I'm excited to try out this platform and see how it all works. I will have the link in the like description or the show more or whatever we're calling it these days, but you can find it there. And yeah, join me on Discord and let's talk about these shows because I really want to know what you guys think about them. Like, I know you guys are listening but I want to know what you think. So there's that. Lock and key, season two. So where we left off, the kids were like in the fight of their lives because in this whole world of lock and key, only kids know magic or remember magic. And once you become an adult, you don't remember it. So we knew that something had happened with their father and their uncle Duncan in their in their house. Um, this is going to be a really, really quick like season one (laughs) review. Also, shout out to Lock and Key's Instagram account because I feel like 
leading up to this, they were giving me all the things that I would want, like recaps and stuff like that to be like, oh yeah, that's what happened. But like, and also like, where are, where did we leave off with these characters? Like those are the kind of posts that are helpful to me versus like, oh, coming soon and show me the trailer, trailer like a hundred times. No, give me the content that I actually need. So <laughs> um, we knew that the kids essentially were fighting Dodge. We thought that they threw Dodge into the, um, like behind the door, but come to find out it was actually Ellie. We knew that Eden had gotten hit with one of the stones, which I wrote down this name because you guys know I'd be forgetting things, Whispering Iron, which contains like the demons um, in it. But if it doesn't attach to a body, then it just becomes Whispering Iron, which is like a chunk of metal that can be turned into a magical key, which I'm so excited to talk about. I feel like I'm geeking out a little bit and I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm so excited to talk about like the, the keys because that was one of the interesting things about this season. But anyway, and so, um, yeah. And so we kind of left off. We knew that. So when we start off, um, oh, and we also like the biggest thing, which we probably should talk about is that Gabe was a demon, which, or is a demon, but is actually Dodge, who is an echo who cannot be killed. Like he's like the all consuming, <laughs> like being or whatever. And if you go back and listen to when I talked about season one, I was like, he, he was suspect. He seemed super suspect, but it was kind of one of those things where you're like, oh, I'm gonna keep my eye on you, but you kind of like put it in the back of your head. This season, every single thing he did was so suspect that I was literally talking to the screen like oh my gosh you guys are you really that blind like all this stuff is happening around you and you clearly do not see it the questions he was asking his behavior like why all of a sudden this interest in like how the keys are made and all these certain questions why are you so adamant we're going to help find the um key that they needed to unlock the memory like it was just little things like that that just kept adding up that didn't make sense even his relationship with Eden even though he tried to explain that away which to me sounded like total bullshit and I know this is a kid's like thing but I'm assuming like I have the explicit warning on my podcast just in case but like <laughs> hopefully your parents said you can listen to me if not then <laughs> like sorry but <laughs> whatever um but yeah so anyway um <laughs> I really do crack myself up, you guys. You have no idea how much I just, like, crack myself up. <laughs> but, like, everything that he did, his relationship with Eden, Evie tried to explain that whole thing away. And then um, Kenzie, like, confronted him about it. And he gave that, like, completely shitty answer. And she still kind of believed it but didn't. And I have forgot that she had got rid of her fear um, in the first season. And so it needed her, like this whole like Gabe thing was her wake up call to be like, oh, maybe I do need my fear because I need something in me to make me question things because she wasn't really questioning anything. So it makes sense for Kenzie. Doesn't really make sense for everyone else. I mean, you could kind of say it makes sense for Tyler because he was so wrapped up in the whole Jackie thing, which if you're new here, then this might come like, this might seem harsh or surprising, but I have very, very, very strong opinions about um, relationships for like teens and, and kids and all that. Like, yeah, have those relationships, have fun, but they should be, you should 
go into those relationships believing that they're going to be temporary versus long-term. And that's just like something that I believe, like, I don't know. It's just something I believe just based on like life experience and things like that. But I know we're talking about TV shows. So I have very, very strong opinions about like high schoolers and things going about to go off into college and being like, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together when realistically that most likely will not happen. So if anything I say comes off as like offensive or like you're overly sensitive to it, I'm going to apologize now, but <laughs> this is the warning. So... <laughs> You could say that Tyler like was too distracted with everything that was going on with Jackie with, try with trying to get her to remember magic because she was turning 18. So this is this season. We had, there was a lot that happened this season, guys. So we find out more history on the locks, which to me was probably the most interesting part because I love history and like finding out how we got to where we are today. Like it's very, very interesting to me. So that whole part was interesting. But then we also, this is our first time actually seeing what it looks like for someone to transition from remembering magic to not remembering magic. And it was kind of like a miss that the kids didn't realize that, oh, maybe when we turn 18, that's probably when we'll forget magic. But it didn't really come to fruition until Jackie started forgetting magic. So you have the whole thing. And how we end with well, how we end with Jackie was actually kind of surprising. <laughs> I'm surprised, like, her outcome. But, like, the outcome as far as, like, where we end with Tyler makes sense to me going into season three, which we're going to talk about later because this was already renewed for season three. Like, we're just going to put that out there now. We're not going to, like, hold on to it to the end. But this was renewed for season three. They already filmed season three so I believe they're in like post-production right now so we should see season three sometime next year but how we end with Tyler gives me some thoughts about where we're going to go in season three at least for his character but the one thing I will say that we killed off a lot of people <laughs> like killed off people you probably were like oh because you know sometimes shows tiptoe around killing off people um especially like our major characters, but even some of those like secondary characters, they're like hesitant to kill off. But no, like we, we killed off a lot of people, Jackie being one, which was kind of like a little bit surprising, but also if you think about it, not really. <laughs> but I don't know, maybe we'll come back to that. But yeah, so we had learning about the keys we had someone turning 18 and starting to forget their memory and so we knew and this is why i take notes if you're new i take notes for anything that i binge so this is something that i binged i watched this in two days i actually i'm trying to think did i break this up no i watched this in one day or two days no i watched this in one day I, I, I honestly can't remember because I watched two shows back to back. So I really cannot remember, but I'm pretty sure I watched this. No, I watched this in two days. Okay. This just shows where my head is at. FYI, I'm literally about to sit and like plow through recording four episodes. <laughs> so I have like four different like things running through my brain. So I watched this in two days. I watched this Friday and Saturday because the other show I watched, I watched Thursday and Friday. Okay, there we go. Now that we remember Eva. <laughs> so 
yeah, I took notes and I actually wrote down the time, the timelines or like the times and dates that seemed important. So when we start off season one or season one, episode one is three months later and we know that Jackie is about to turn 18 in like three weeks. And that means that Tyler is going to turn 18 in a few months. Um, as far as like our, the year that we're in for like the history part of how the keys became what they are today, that's all set in 1775. So those are like some of the key dates, um, that we had. And then when we end, we end at Christmas break, which is right, or winter break, which is right before Tyler turns 18. So like that's kind of where we are um, timeline wise. So this goes on about or wait, because we also do a time jump in the last episode, which is only like one week. So this whole thing had to transpire like at least a couple of months <laughs> because we're starting off at the beginning of the, of the semester or the school year. And then we're going all the way through to winter break. So like that's about two and a half, three months. But anyway, so like, let's get into the nitty gritty because uh, a lot happened this season. It really did. Also, Bodie is still like the most adorable kid, but also probably should not have a lot of responsibility <laughs> because he is a kid and he does not listen. And he is not the only one that doesn't listen because one of the things that I wrote down the most this entire season is that no one listens and does what they're supposed to do. Every time someone's like, don't do this, stay here. Everyone's like, oh, did someone say anything? And they just completely do the opposite. So we had a lot of that going on this season, which made for a lot of like frustrating and kind of like edge of seat moments that were happening um, throughout the season. So yeah, so we start off episode one is the premiere and you guys know I don't like to recap the entire thing, but I do take notes by episode. So I'm gonna go through some of the things that stood out the most to me and talk about those versus recapping the whole thing that we all just watched. So one of the things um, that was interesting, so the kids premiere their movie that they have spent, work, they have spent all of like last season working on and kind of find out they use the magic keys for that. <laughs> Which makes sense because when they were showing that movie, I was like, this is some pretty good editing for this to be like a bunch of high school kids. And then they were like, oh, we used the keys on it, which was um, interesting. And the one thing that I also will say, so the first season we spent a lot with like, I feel like we spent equal time with the kids across in season one. And even this season, I feel like we did as well, but I felt like we got more of um, Nina, their mom, and then... Also way more of Duncan because Duncan was there in season one, but he was like in the background, like, oh, they're moving back to Lockhouse. And we knew like something's going on with his memory. And like, he just knew that something significant happened at the house, but he just seemed to not really know what was going on. And then that's when they found out that their dad and all his friends like removed Duncan's um, memories and that Lucas had um, gotten shot with one of the demon bullets that's just what we're gonna call it <laughs> one of the demon bullets and um so he was possessed by dodge and then they ended up killing him in order to um 
or they thought in order to kill Dodge. And so they removed those memories from Duncan. And so that's kind of why he's like, oh, I don't even know. And then put that on top of the fact that he's now an adult. And so he doesn't remember magic. So he just has all these gaps in his brain or in his head. Um, so that was cool when we see them um, put the memories back into his head. But that was all possible because we were, she's not necessarily a new character because she was always there. She just couldn't talk. Um, but we introduced Aaron, or not really introduced, but like we learned more about Aaron because we knew that, I feel like we're gonna jump around a lot. I'm like sitting here thinking about, I'm like, we're gonna jump around a lot. <laughs> so hopefully that's okay. And hopefully you're still listening, but yeah so um we have Erin and we know she's been in a like a state where she just doesn't seem to be responding to anyone um saying anything and so i can't remember why uh kinsley because she's the one who's uh, has been vis visiting her and kind of like talking to her but i don't remember why she went into her head, but she went into her head. Oh, they were looking for an answer for something and she went into her head and then that's when it was her and um, Tyler who went into her head. Cause at this point, like they think Dodge is gone or whatever, even though, um, what's his name? The little one, Bodie, <laughs> his name is so interesting. Bodie, even though he had his doubts about if they actually put Dodge behind the door, but they were looking for answers. So they went into her head. Oh, they were looking for answers around memory because they knew that their father and his friends who were the keepers of the keys had um, been able to remember ma magic as, an, as adults. So they thought that they could find the answer in Aaron's head. And so they went in there and that's when they found out that, oh, Aaron was still in there, like teenage Aaron. And that's when we see what happened to her. And so she literally had a key and I'm, I don't know which key she had. I don't know if it was the, if it was the head key. I'm assuming it has to be if that's, I don't know. She had a key. She, and it looked like she was not responding when it looked like the housekeeper or whoever was trying to talk to her. And she ended up knocking the key out of her neck. And I was just like, I don't know why that shook me so hard when I saw that, but can you can you imagine like you use a key and you're in your head and then someone in like the actual real world knocks the key out of your head unknowingly and you're trapped in there unknowingly because she didn't even know that she was trapped. Like she had no clue that that much time had passed in, in the real world. Insanity, I don't know why that shook me so hard, but I was like, Oh my gosh, that is horrific. So they get Aaron out, but it was all because of Aaron that they were able to, um, one, put the memories back in Duncan's head, which like literally broke him because he had all these memories, but he couldn't really make sense of them because he couldn't remember magic. And so then with the help of Aaron, they were able to see possibly where their father hid the memory key and so they find the memory key and unlock the memories so this is again another moment when i'm like no one listens 
they tell Duncan after they realize that, um, cause they finally, finally, which I was like, this is a bad idea, but Elisa helped <laughs> when Kinsey and um, Scott went into Eden's head and they find out that uh, Gabe is actually Dodge and Eden has been hit with a demon bullet, so she's a demon. That whole sequence, I was like, oh my gosh, just get off her head, get off her head. You got your answers, why are you lingering? Get out. <laughs> but they finally find that out. And so when they essentially fix Duncan and they're like, okay, we're gonna lie to Gabe. You're still broken, you don't remember anything. Stay at home, stay out of sight. The less people who know, the better. <laughs> and of course, he doesn't stay at home because Aaron runs off she gets herself killed, um, which was, I don't know, that just seemed really foolish to me that she would think that she can go and take one dodge by herself, regardless of what she thought she had as an asset. It just seemed foolish. And so he runs after her to the um, fair. And of course, Eden sees him and is like, oh, Gabe, your girlfriend's been lying. <laughs> and then that's all the whole showdown with, um, or that's when Eden dies or whatever. But they're able to use it to their advantage because they have a plan. <laughs> the plan to catch Gabe where they invite him over the house saying they're like gonna film a um, scene or whatever. <sighs> there were just too many unpredictable things that could go wrong in this and everything that could go wrong went wrong and of course like the plan goes haywire. Gabe gets Duncan and Bodie and Duncan makes Gabe his key and his key. And I was just like, they kept not really being like, what is this key that he wants? What does he want to do with it? I'm thinking because demons can't take keys from a lock, which I don't even know if a key could do this, but I'm thinking like maybe he wants a key because he kept saying like once he has a key, then he'll have no need for the locks or whatever. So I'm assuming, oh, he's going to use the key to like Turn, make it so that like locks can't control the keys or whatever. And this was also still before we um, really learned how the first key was made. Like we knew by this point that it needed to be locked blood, but it didn't really, um, we hadn't seen the scene where we see in 1775 when their great, great, great whoever's <laughs> create the first key. Um, and so that's what I'm thinking about. I was like, oh no, I just want the key so I can turn people into demons. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, not really original, but I guess. And so you have that and they warn all their friends. And so this is kind of where I started getting frustrated. And again, I know we're jumping all around. There are some things I'm gonna circle back on just like kind of high level, but we're gonna stay on this track because they have the memory key. And one of the things that I kept writing down just based on everything that they knew that was going on, all their friends that they knew were in danger, there were probably two people in their immediate circle who would be constantly in danger, um, but ha would have no clue that they were in danger. Jackie and Nina, their mom. Jackie, Tyler tried to get her to use the memory key. She didn't want to use the memory key. So it's kind of really not his fault. Their mom, 
because she was having like all these issues feeling like all out of place like all these things were going on with the kids she didn't really know what was going on she felt like they were hiding things from her and then especially after Duncan like gets his memory back then it feels like they seem to be more they seem to be a little more close to their uncle than they are to her so she was already starting to have these like struggles with I don't really know what's going on but also she's probably the one at the top of the pack in the most danger because Gabe used her as a um, blackmailing angle towards Kinsey. And then also now he turned, he also turned someone who she like speaks a lot to and, and probably sees as a confidant, turns him into a demon. And so if there's ever a situation where they are alone, which there, there was, then she wouldn't really know that she was in danger because she has no clue what's going on like with the magic and everything with the kids and all of that. So that was like one of the things that was super frustrating <laughs> because it was just like, use the key on her. Cause she probably of everyone probably needs to know what the hell is going on. So I was happy like when we got to the end and Bodhi seemed to be the only one who considered possibly using the key on her, but it's like all after the fact. But like those were the two who, are, who I was like, okay, Either you use the key on them or you lock them up in a box and just not let them leave until everything is resolved, which is not realistic. But anyway, so you have all that that's going on um, with them, but there were also some misses. And I'm, I'm like, where do I go? Where do I go? Because I can go towards the end or I can kind of circle back on some things. Okay, let's circle back on a couple of things. So we have the whole thing where um, Bodhi goes and visit Rufus and then Rufus is like, cause he had been knocked out. So he already didn't really know if he had seen his mom or whatever, or seen two Dodges or whatever. And so it wasn't until Bodhi went to visit Rufus and Rufus was like, oh, hey, FYI, um, this is what I thought I saw. I saw two dodges. And so that kind of helped confirm for Bodhi that they threw the wrong dodge behind the door. Um, and then when he revealed that to them and the kids are like devastated because they're like, we killed Ellie, which was like, I mean, at that point I was like, yeah, y'all killed Ellie. But I always in the back of my head was like, there has to be a way for her to come back because we've only seen people come out of that door but we've never been behind the door ourselves so we really don't know what goes on behind there and so I thought that with Ellie being locked behind there that may be a way for them to like show us what's going on behind there but that didn't really happen because we have Josh <laughs> who comes through who is um a teacher who relocated there he has a piece of whispering um iron and these journals from Captain Gideon, which somehow ties to his family, which I don't feel like they really explained if it was his family or like how, where he in this equation is connected. I'm assuming he has to be a descendant of Gideon since Eden kept being like, oh, like when he was talking about Gideon, like how he was able to open the door and stuff like that. And she was like thinking like, oh, maybe he can do that. So I don't know, to me, it wasn't really clear on like where he falls in the lineage or how he's connected in lineage or if he's actually connected to Gideon or someone else. 
who was there in that time, but I'm just gonna assume that he was connected to Gideon. Maybe I just missed this. <laughs> and you guys are yelling at me like, they said it at this point, which is completely fine. I just missed it. <laughs> but yeah, so you have him, which he was weird as well because like he had the whole replica of the lock house, which come to find out is the dollhouse. And Nina sees it and she's like, he, and I, he realizes how weird it is because he comes off initially and even a lot throughout all the way up until he finally is like done with trying to figure out what happened in the past. We'll see how long that lasts um, if we see him again in season three. But he just seemed like super shady, like he was up to no good, possibly bad, but then also like, no, he can't be bad. So you're kind of like conflicted as a viewer watching him because you're like, do we trust him or don't we trust him? And you're kind of like, okay, towards the halfway point, you're like, okay, I don't think he knows enough to be like a bad person, but I feel like he's going to make some choices that's going to complicate, further complicate things for um, the kids and even Nina, which is kind of what happens because then you have Eden who shows up. So he has his daughter who um, makes friends with Bodie and he tells her about magic and Bodie is just like anyone who's my friend who wants to be my friend I'm gonna tell them about magic <laughs> which is like Bodie slow your roll like you probably don't want to tell everyone like you guys are literally key sorcerers <laughs> which is not a thing I made that up so like don't go try to find it like it doesn't exist but I was like, yeah, you probably don't want to tell everyone that. And so it was good that she was in on it. And she also seemed to come off as being smarter than her father, which is probably unfortunate considering that we're talking about fifth graders and like grown adults. <laughs> and she seemed to make some smarter choices than the other ones, except the one where she leaves the door open um, after playing with the dollhouse. Like she makes some kid choices for sure throughout. But as far as like, being able to discern if she should tell her father like the truth about the keys and stuff like that those are pretty to me seem like pretty adult um things and instincts to have as a fifth grader um i keep saying fifth grader because i can't remember how old you are when you're fifth grader but um yeah so that was interesting but one of the things that happens is that eden shows up and because like Gabe at this point has been like, oh, I don't need you anymore because I got my key and also you suck and you don't listen and follow directions. I feel like Aiden was probably of everything that happened this entire season, the biggest miss that everyone just kind of wrote her off as like not being a threat, even though technically she is because she's a demon and she has literally killed people. <laughs> like for no reason and everyone's just like oh Eden she's like we don't need to worry about her like just brushing her off and I'm just like no you probably need to kill her <laughs> or she's going to do something that's going to cause even more trouble and she did so we see her I think the only thing that she did that probably was like oh helpful even though I know even though she wasn't trying to be helpful is that she was trying to get behind the door and she was trying to use Josh to get behind the door and um of course Gabe is there and he used the shadow the shadow king key on them I don't know also I don't know all these keys names so I'm probably gonna mess some of them the names up but you guys know what I'm talking about he uses that which causes like an avalanche and knocks the door open and I'm looking at the door like so I thought this door only opens with the key and all it took was a little bit of shaking and the door just shook right on open 
like what is going on and so kind of find out that ellie is able to get out of the door um and the one smart thing that she did i was like this is probably the smartest move that happened throughout this entire season is that after she realizes that she's back in like the the in reality i don't know what we're gonna call this but she's back in the real world she closes the door behind her <laughs> i was like thank you i literally said thank you for closing the door because like that could have been a whole nother thing and i don't even know if anything could like get out but say someone's down there wandering around and they and then they just get shot with a piece of whispering iron then we have another issue running around that no one knows about but so she gets released but also the thing about eden and they even say this in the end when they like casually casually are like oh either they defeat gabe which that kind of seemed a little too easy to me when um they killed him because they were like oh you can't kill an echo um, at least not directly or something like that. And so I'm I'm sitting here the entire time like, well then how do we defeat Dodge and like thinking it's gonna go into like season three, but no, they end up using the key, which I need to talk about the key that Tyler created. So all this, see, this is why everything is inter interconnected. So we have the history where we find out like why it has to be locked blood and how they made the keys. Cause essentially they are like, locksmiths and like that runs in their family and so they made the in 1775 they made the first key to create a door that would lock lock it and, and prevent anyone from crossing through from the other side and then that's when they after they made that key they were like well what else can we make <laughs> and so that's how we get all these keys and so essentially it's just been passed down from generation to generation and like i'm assuming all these kids or at least the ones who um get the gift or the the hearing to create a key or just making whatever keys that they want to make which i'm like how do you come up with some of these keys because some of them sound insane like the anywhere key makes sense to me also the fact that the locks just continue to lose keys is just mind-boggling to me knowing that demons can't take the keys from them but then they also seem to just lose a large number of them <laughs> all the time makes no sense like the anywhere key they didn't have it and then they stumble upon it or Duncan stumbles upon it when Eden um, used it to put the music box back in Kinsey's room and they get the anywhere key back and then they lose the anywhere key again and then Gabe has a key but then he gives it to one of his minions who ends up losing it to Eden and so then Eden has it. It was just like, <laughs> way to not hold on to the keys guys. But anyway, and so, um, I don't even remember where we were talking about, uh, but Eden, oh yes. And so, yeah, and everyone's just like, oh, she's fine. They, they briefly are like, oh, they say like, oh, she's fine because Gabe has been defeated and they don't know where she is. And they're like, oh, she should she might be hiding out because she can't literally do anything. But no, this girl literally releases Gideon and is like, because essentially her whole thing is she just wants something to control because she spent this entire season being controlled by Gabe. And so she frees Gideon and she's like, oh, I freed you. So you have to do whatever I say. And he literally throws her down the well and escapes using the anywhere key. So she literally just unleashed who knows what into the world. And then also, is she dead or is she now an echo? 
like <laughs> insanity so i just don't understand why no one killed her and they were all just like brushed it off as in as if she would not cause any more trouble when she literally just caused whatever the trouble was going to be in season three but anyway back to gabe and so which ties into Tyler. So he created his, um, see how we did it? We came back full circle. I told you, I may trail off, but I find my way back. <laughs> and so um, we see Tyler create his first key because they have the memory key. Um, Jackie doesn't want to use it. And she ends up getting turned into a demon by Gabe. And so Tyler wants to create a key to essentially reverse, um, reverse what, the turn. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? There's not really a real word for it. But um, so yeah, so he creates a key to do that. And he goes to use the key on her. And it seems to work initially, where uh, he's like, she's like, Oh, I knew you would be the only one who can save me. But then she starts like, it's not even blood. It's like liquid starts coming out of her eyes. And then she dies. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, when I, and I mentioned this earlier, but they killed a lot of people on here and Jackie was not one of the people that I would expect that I would expect them to kill, but they literally killed her and I'm sure they're using it as like a tool in um, like Tyler's overall storyline and what's to come in season three. But I was just like, Oh my gosh, we literally just watched her die on screen. And I'm kind of surprised they showed us this. And then they kind of rid or the paramedics or whatever, cause like they don't know magic or like, oh, she had an aneurysm. And it was just like, oh my gosh, it was, I was a little bit shook by that one as well. So um, that kind of is the drive after everything wraps up where they kill Dodge and they think they're all good because you know, why wouldn't they? Um, they, and Tyler is going to go on a road trip over winter break and they're like, well, you need to take the memory key. Cause by the time you come back, you're not going to like, you're going to be 18. So you won't remember magic. And he's like, I'm not going to use the key on myself, which makes sense just based on everything that he experienced. So maybe he doesn't want to remember Jackie or remember all those awesome moments that he's never going to be able to like live with her again i don't know it seems i understand his reasonings and why he would not want to use the key on himself and maybe he's just like also i just want to make a clean break because it has been a traumatic few months not even including that they recently lost their father since they've been in um matheson they've been fighting literally the magic world <laughs> So that makes sense. But then also part of me is like, well, hopefully he's not like basing this all on everything that happened with Jackie. And it's more so around like just everything in total because I I don't think he should make like a final decision based on this one relationship, regardless of how tragic it was. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I want to cover? Because I kind of want to start talking about season three. I'm sure there's so much that I am forgetting. We saw Scott um, was in here again. And um, it was like the whole threesome between him and Kenzie and Gabe. And like, we also saw that Gabe, and he also spoke to this um, 
as Dodge saying like, yeah, he's a demon, but he's also attached to a human soul. So he had real feelings for Kinsey, regardless of how um, misdirected they may have been. Um, but he did have some feelings for her. So you kind of see that playing on screen. Like, do you connect as a viewer with his more human moments as gay? But then are you like, oh no, I can't because then you see those more um, raw, raw, oh my gosh, this is my accent coming out. <laughs> you see those more raw, <laughs> it's not like I say a raw, a raw, uh, I don't know. You see those, you see his more raw moments come out um, as Dodge and when he's upset with like Eden or the situation or when they like catch him and stuff like that. So I don't know, he's one of those characters where you kind of like, you want to feel for him for like the human side of him, but then you also like want him to die because like he is Dodge at the end of the day. But then you have Scott, who's just an overall good guy. And I feel like I talked about this in the first season, but like he's genuinely a nice guy. And you're just like, Kenzie girl, like why would you just not pick Scott over Gabe anyway? Because he's just super nice and genuine and you don't really ever feel like at least as the viewer you don't ever really feel like he's hiding anything um or that he has a reason to hide anything so i don't know i always liked scott i was always team scott <laughs> y'all know i always thought gabe was super suspicious from the beginning anyway but uh yeah he actually ends up taking the offer to go to i think manchester to get the boarding school that he wanted to go into. So who knows if we'll see him in season three, possibly, most likely not, but we'll see. We never know. Um, the one thing that did happen that I do want to mention is that Lucas is back. So Killing Dodge released Lucas. And so now we have this Lucas lookalike in the world. What happens with him? <laughs> Realistically, what does that look like? Cause it's kind of weird. And we know also that he is Rufus' father, I believe, unless I'm making that up, but I'm pretty sure he's Rufus' father. And Ellie is like now this grown ass woman. So like, what does he look like in this world? Does he hang out with the kids? Does he hang out with Ellie and Rufus? Like, how do we explain him? Because he looks just like how he looked before he died. So something just to throw out there that is interesting that is happening. So what does, oh, and they use the alpha key, which is the key that um, Tyler used on Jackie to end up killing Dodge and like releasing Lucas and all that other stuff. So season three, we're for sure getting season three. What is going to happen in season three? Well, we know that the big bad is going to be Gideon. I'm assuming it's going to be <laughs> an even bigger threat because now you're talking about someone who is straight from like, one, Gideon was in 1775 timeline, but also we don't even know who, what demon is in him. Eden knows because she makes a note about it when she releases him. And it seems like he may be an even bigger threat than whatever it was Dodge was trying to do. And so in releasing him, he has no emotional connection to these kids. He's not even a kid. He's like this grown old ass man. So what does that look like for next season? I, I feel like we can get a little more violent possibly than we've gotten than we've been this entire time. Um, and it's going to be a showdown because I'm pretty sure season three is the final season. Um, 
I'm assuming Tyler may come back and be like, or I don't know, I just don't see how we go an entire season while with Tyler not remembering magic. It just does not seem realistic to me. So I'm expecting in some way in season three that they're gonna use the memory key on Tyler. Like they're gonna to need to, cause it just does not make sense for him not to remember <laughs> at all. Like I, there's not even anything else I wanna to add to that. There's just no way. Um, we're assuming Nina now knows of magic because I was gonna say Dodge <laughs> Pony. <laughs> Um, literally used the head key on her and was like, and she was like, oh, I never want to forget this. And he was like, oh, well, there's a way, but we don't see him use it on her. So we're, I'm just going to assume that he does use the memory key on her. And now she knows magic and she remembers magic. And therefore, when we are in whatever it is we're going to be in next season, she will know and remember what is going on and won't be walking around <laughs> with the wolves over her eyes, literally. Um, so there's that Kinsey and Bodie, they're not 18. Well, Bodie's nowhere near 18 yet. And Kinsey, I think she has like another year or so. And so like, they're for sure going to be the ones to know initially when there's a threat going on. And it's just going to have to trickle from there. It makes me a little bit worried. Well, all, all the kids are not that smart <laughs> when it comes to relaying information. Although I feel like at least Tyler will be like, no, you can't tell your friends. No, we need to do this. Like, like we, like this is the plan. Trying to like keep track of everyone. Whereas the other two, like Bodhi, again, he's very young, so I wouldn't really expect him to make wise choices. But also, Kinsey is one of those ones who's also like, it just takes her a while to get to the point to be like, oh, maybe we should do this or maybe we should do that. So I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting season three. I'm excited to see where we go and how we wrap things up. Um, it should hopefully be another 10 episodes because I it was 10 for the first season, 10 for this season. So I see no need for us to extend that. I think 10 seasons, 10 seasons, <laughs> 10 episodes was more than enough to tell this story. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you guys thought about Lock and Key. Let me know. I'm pretty sure I created a lock and key channel on Discord in the on the currently binging um, server. So head over there and let me know what you guys thought about lock and key, or if or you can also like shoot me a tweet or a, a comment on Instagram. But like, go to Discord because I really want to use it and I want to know like, is this really an efficient way to have conversations about all the things that we're watching? Cause I want, I want to talk to you guys, like literally just talk. So let me know what you guys thought about season two of lock and key. What do you want to see in season three? Let me know all the things and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently Benjamin on Instagram and at currently on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.